Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 293 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we begin our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, studying in the book of Daniel, chapters 1 to 6 um, in the October 31st to November the 6th um, week of the Come Follow Me materials. Uh, first of all, hope you had a a lovely Halloween if you uh, if you celebrate it. Uh, it's not my particularly favourite uh, time of year, really, Halloween. Um, kids love it, obviously, uh, in the way that we celebrate it with the ward activity we had recently, which was like an autumn uh, celebration, but also like Halloween-y stuff was going on. Um, I was actually sick uh, yesterday, so I missed the trick-or-treating, which actually I'm, I'm a little disappointed with, um, even though it's not my most fun activity to do. Uh, I'm, I didn't get to see the kids enjoy it, so... Feeling a little better today, hoping to be fully better uh, tomorrow, but uh, okay enough to uh, share some thoughts on what I've studied today. So starting in Daniel um, chapter one, and uh, we'll begin with chapter one and how we can trust in the Lord when our faith is tried. We're going to see a lot of opposition that comes up against Daniel and his companions uh, in this book. And so uh, this will be interesting to kind of consider and reflect on uh, in terms of how what we can learn about how their example affects how we approach our trials. Uh, so in Daniel chapter 1, um, we've obviously got the um, the capture of um, Jerusalem uh, by Babylon. And this, this happened a few times um, over a number of decades, but uh, I believe it was the first siege of uh, Jerusalem where uh, this takes place, where they take away a number of things from Jerusalem, uh, from the temples and thing, the temple and things like that. And they also capture certain... Um, uh, people uh, and these were people that were seen to be well educated or like kind of the the noble class of Jerusalem, so that they could take them back to to Babylon and basically um, m- m- take advantage or or get some advantage from having these well educated and uh, influential people working in their city instead. Um, and of course, four of these people we know, um, but before we introduce their names. Uh, it says uh, in verses four and five, children in whom was no blemish, but well favoured and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years that at the end thereof they might stand before the king. So basically they've captured these these youths uh, from Jerusalem or these uh, individuals, and they're going to um, prepare them for three years, having the the king's food, and in three years' time they're going to stand before the king and presumably um, have some sort of role um, in uh, the king's kingdom, as it were. Now, the names of these four, of, of four of the children, were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Now, what's interesting to me, first of all, is obviously we know we recognize we recognize the name Daniel, and he is given um, an, an, a new name, which is Belshazzar, and then Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah are then called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. My first question is why do we call Daniel Daniel his original Hebrew name, and we call the other three by their Babylonian names Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? I'm not sure <laughs> is the answer to that, um, but 
suffice it to say is that that's probably not the, the important thing that we need to take from our study. I just thought that was an intriguing um, kind of difference between the, the four. But anyway, in verse eight, it says, but Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. So um, we know uh, we may be aware of the story, but Daniel refuses to partake of the king's meat. Uh, and this is uh, concerning uh, to the prince of the eunuchs um, because he is worried that these four individuals, if they dis if they decide to not uh, partake of the king's meat, then they will, you know, have a different outcome uh, in over those three years. They may be weaker than the other um, individuals captured from Jerusalem who are partaking of the king's meat and uh, and wine. Now, first thing to point out here is that we don't know how many of these um people were taken from Jerusalem. But we do see here that Daniel and his three companions were certainly the only ones mentioned here who were refusing to partake of the king's meat. And this may have been um, a difficult thing for them to do because clearly there was others who were captured from Jerusalem that were partaking of it. Uh, and so in times of our lives, is there times that we need to uh, reflect on choices that people are making around us in the world and sometimes make different choices so that we can be kept clean and pure uh, to be able to receive the Spirit. Um, I'm sure there's many times you can think of times like that. But uh, Daniel and his friends were insistent. And in verse 12, it says, Prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days, and let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. Then let our countenances be looked upon before thee, and the countenance of the children that eat the portion of the king's meat. And as thou seest, deal with thy servants. So indeed, he allows them to do this for ten days. Um, and they developed in knowledge and skill, learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding of visions and dreams. Uh, so the king uh, was very pleased uh, with, with these individuals um, that decided um, to to follow their their morals, their, their, their standards, I guess. Uh, and as such, he was, um, the, the, these four stood out in terms of the way that they trusted in the Lord and following uh, this this desire to not partake of the king's meat. In terms of why um, they didn't want to partake of the king's meat, it isn't actually said in here uh, in the Old Testament record. I suppose there's a number of possibilities, whether it was because um, there was some sort of um, health code that uh, at the time that they were following, uh, similar to how we have the word of wisdom, that uh, they didn't want to partake of it whether it was because the purpose of that, that the king's meat was also used in worship to, to the Babylonian idols and false gods, that they um, they didn't want to be associated with, with that kind of idolatry worship. And so partaking of that food and drink would have um, been connected to that. That's another possibility uh, as well. Another thing that I think that we sometimes um, overlook is just that perhaps it was just said to, it was they felt prompted Daniel and his friends to not do that uh, it may well be there was not a, a policy doctrine as it were or something that uh, the Lord had commanded uh, to his people that they wanted to follow but actually in the in the, the spirit guided them to not want to do that and as such they were able to follow that prompting and as a result receive more of the Spirit, receive more promptings and direction because they were listening and tuned into the Spirit. And therefore, they were able to um, 
prosper in the land, as it were, uh, more than perhaps the others were. Um, we don't know. But what we do know is that they followed that direction uh, and that they had uh, a great blessing because of it. Now, we're going to skip chapter two uh, tomorrow. Uh, we're going to skip over that, but come back to it later because it's kind of separate. We're going to focus on this theme of the trusting in the Lord through our trials. And in chapter three, we're going to continue tomorrow uh, and focus on Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego's um, trial of the fiery furnace. So lots to dive into there and to, to reflect on. Uh, so please do join us tomorrow as we continue through this fascinating and uh, int- and um, uplifting uh, record that we have here in the book of Daniel, which is a nice change compared to um, kind of the, the prophecies of destruction that we've had in uh, places like Ezekiel and Jeremiah and so on. But uh, equally as uplifting and as uh, directing for us in our own lives today. Thank you so much for your time and until we meet again.